the Titans, the Mount Rushmore players we all know the names of. Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers. Then there are the Giants hoping to join this group. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. Nonetheless, you can't forget about these new guys hoping to dethrone everything those that came before them created and blaze their own trail into NFL history. Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Mac Jones. Men that won't let you forget who they are. And if you do, they'll be more than happy to remind you. This is the show where we'll talk about all those legacies and so much more. We'll follow these storylines from the beginning of the season all the way to the climax of the Super Bowl. We'll see Giants fall and watch new men who you never expected to take over stand tall. Through adversity and victory, the NFL has it all. We will cover every minute of it here. No buts about it. Hello, it is May 3rd, 2023. I am in a dorm room in Steubenville, Ohio. Chuss is in his basement in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Um, just going to throw out a little prerequisite. My throat is very sore, so if this episode sucks, just pretend it didn't happen. And if you like the episode, great. But uh, I don't know how this is going to go, but I wanted to get some content out for the audience. Uh, There's some stuff to talk about. Chuss is currently decked out in all Chiefs gear. Is there any particular reason for that? Um, So first and foremost, not all Chiefs gear. This is actually a Seek Discomfort hat, um, which was made by Yes Theory. Mm -hmm. Um, I bought this hat about four years ago. just kind of matches the colors. Um, so I've kind of come to the conclusion that every show that we're going to put out over the next couple of weeks, I'm going to wear a different sports team, uh, of every, it doesn't matter if it's NBA, NFL, whatever shirt I have left or hoodies, I'm going to wear them. Um, just so that I can just mentally prepare myself and also just get over the idea of having to wear a Jordan battle Bengal shirt. Um, I have to you know, meant, I just have to get used to it wearing other teams. I've already worn them for so long, but I have to just get to it more because uh, I actually went door dashing yesterday and I walked into this pizza restaurant mm-hmm. to pick up some um, to pick up an order. And the guy said, you know, you can't wear that. hoodie. You have to leave. And he was kidding. He was kidding. But like what, the, I what had hoodie were you worn wearing? it. I was wearing a Chargers hoodie yesterday, oh, okay. so it wasn't a Chiefs hoodie. But it, it was it was a Chargers hoodie, but um, but I I wore it yesterday, and um, I'll probably have it on for a different episode whenever it goes through the little laundry cycle here. But I wore it yesterday, and he he was like, "You can't wear that here, dude. You can't. Do you know what city you're in?" And I'm like, "Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah." Um, and, and I couldn't. I didn't really have like a a reason to have it on. I mean, it was an old Melvin Gordon hoodie. So for me to be like, oh yeah, he was a stud for me in fantasy in 2018. It was just a weird thing to say. So, You're never gonna believe this, but yeah, it's I'm actually a Steelers fan that likes certain players on other teams. Yeah. Oh, so wow. this one um, was actually a hand me down from my other friend. He only wore it like twice, but it like he outgrew it just because he bought it like in May of like a couple years ago, and then he got really buff over the summer and he couldn't fit into it anymore. So he, he passed it down to me, and now it's even getting small on me. So I've been tagging Jordan Battle and stuff because a lot of Bengals fans were kind of iffy <laughs> about the pick, and now they're starting to grow on him. 
and now they're talking about how much they love him and they think he's going to be great on a lot of podcasts. And they're like, oh, well, if Jordan Battle plays safety, then Dax Hill can play both. And there's some more versatility there. I'm like, yeah, that's what wow. we were saying. That's what we said. I'm like, so I've been tagging Jordan Battle. I'm like, hey, we've been saying this first. We've we've been with you day one, you more so than me, but like we've both been fans of the Jordan Battle pick. Since yeah, day I, one. I, I, th- I still think it's a great pick for you guys. Like I, like I said, I mean, it's hard for me to, you know, cope with the idea of such a great player that I really wanted to go anywhere else, be on the Bengals. But he is a, like I said, he is a solid pick for you guys. So, and yeah. I will stick by that. Get my but in the meantime, John Cena dancing meme. Your John Cena dancing. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. For the for the listeners that uh, cannot see, um. He, Josh is currently doing a little little jiggy over here. Yep. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited for it. Jordan Battle. Um, yeah. Well, two things regarding the Chiefs have actually come out today. Mm. The first as is an, a, as, a, as an honorary Chiefs fan today, just because you know I'm just trying to get used to wearing other teams' jerseys and getting bullied for it. I mean, I've already done it before, so I walked into Cleveland with an Eagles jersey on. But we'll continue. Continue about so, Chiefs. So Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey will be facing off against Steph Curry and Klay Thompson in the match, which is the one time a year that I watch golf. (laughs) I don't know if you've ever watched the match, but it's usually pretty (laughs) entertaining watching professional athletes that are not golfers try to golf for charity. Um I think last year it was like Josh Allen and Aaron Rodgers versus Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady or something like that. But it was so random, but yeah. Super entertaining. It started off being Peyton Manning versus Tom Brady. And that was super entertaining. Tom Brady is not a great golfer. So I'd imagine uh, having Travis Kelsey out there, this is gonna be a fun one to watch. But that that is some of the Chiefs news. The other thing related to the Chiefs is Jackson Mahomes has been arrested. I did, yeah. Um, <laughs> that was, you know, I think that had been brewing for a while. That Jackson mm-hmm. Mahomes thing, we heard a lot about it on the news about a potential. There was like video proof of him potentially assaulting some girl, and he had said that it was consensual. Some other people had said it was consensual. Um, he didn't seem bothered by it, and a lot of like his TikToks leading up to it. I don't know if this is the same one, if this is the same link to it. I didn't really do a lot of research on it. I just know that he got arrested um, and he's in jail for sexual assault or battery of some sort. It, it, it's it's a really weird thing. Um, I don't know if it refers back to the old stuff. Do you know if it refers back to the, the case a couple months ago where the girl said that he had like assaulted her in the back room or whatever, if it was that same one or if it was a different one. Yeah. So it's related to the incident that took place on February 25th. That's I believe what I thought. was yeah. the day. And uh, he has been accused of suspicion or he has been arrested on suspicion of aggravated sexual battery mm. um, where an accusation by the owner of the Overland park restaurant, which he like forced her to kiss him. And, or something like that, uh, and maybe do some other things. But, yeah, that I that kind of, like, was big in the news, and then it just disappeared, and there were memes yeah. about it both times because Jackson Mahomes, um, unlike his brother Patrick, has not been a very likable guy in the news um, from dancing mm-hmm. on Sean Taylor's number 
to this type of thing. Just not a huge Jackson Mahomes fan. Not a lot of people are. Uh, hundred hundred thousand dollar bond uh, where he was booked this morning. Do you so, think? Uh, do you think Patrick Mahomes will bail him out? He hasn't done it yet. <clears throat> yeah, because I mean he's on a hundred thousand dollar bond, and you know Patrick Mahomes on that huge contract of his. You know, you would think. <clears throat> excuse me. You would think that. Maybe his brother would look out for him, or maybe Patrick Mahomes agrees and says, "You know what, Jackson Mahomes? You know what, Mister Mister Jackson? You, you gotta, you gotta." Um... Well, he wouldn't say Jackson Mahomes just because it's his brother. I don't think, I don't think you would go up to your brother or sister and just be like, "Hey, full name," but unless you'd probably be like, "Ao Jack, you screwed up, man. You're gonna have to deal with the consequences." Yeah, maybe maybe Patrick's gonna say, "Hey, you, uh, you kind of deserve this, and I'm gonna let you kind of suffer the consequences because this is your life." I it seemed like there was that rumor a year ago that he had kind of sat down with Brittany and Jackson, Brittany being his wife, and said, "You guys need to chill out. You guys are all over our social media. Like, I love you guys, but." I'm catching a lot of hate because of the stuff you're doing. So, like, let's just chill out for the brand type thing. Yeah. And Brittany, I think she did kind of calm down, and maybe that's with having a kid is kind of led her to not be on social media as much. But Jackson, oh, my gosh, that kid, he was all over TikTok. He was all over Instagram, and you were never going to tell him he did any wrong. I mean – me yes. and my friends would meme about him just because he he um it's very it's very weird just because like he would do these weird TikTok dances and be shirtless in mm-hmm. like jogging shorts. So you'd have like really short shorts on and no shirt, and he would be doing like these very. I mean, I can't. It's kind of being sexist in some way, but more on the side of feminist or not feminist, feminine dances more or less a lot of girl type dances and stuff and a lot of people had suspected he was gay and for this to come out and figure out he was assaulting a woman like through a whole other side of the internet into a uh, into a firestorm just because they thought he was gay just to find out about this just because there was a lot of just you know wearing the short shorts being shirtless dancing being like doing like a little like moving a lot of his hips and stuff and granted don't get me wrong elvis presley did a lot of that but um you know, it just it it didn't it didn't it didn't sit right with a lot of people. A lot of people thought he was just, you know, closet in the closet waiting to come out. Um, but you, but that's that's kind of off topic. But a lot of times we would kind of just, you know, just with Jackson Mahomes, he was just a very interesting guy, and um, we always just thought that it was funny that he would just post the same dance over and over again on his TikTok. He would just like. Like he would do the same, like it would be like Renegade or something, and it, it, like that really popular song amongst teenage girls a couple years ago, and he would post it over and over and over mm-hmm. and over again, mm-hmm. just in different rooms. Like it right. would just be him shirtless in like three different rooms and stuff, and we would just meme about it. So, and it had nothing to do with you know who, who he was or what he was doing. It was just just really dumb, and he was just oh. I'm on the Super Bowl sideline. Makes TikTok dance. <laughs> makes TikTok dance. Just it's just like stop. It's so annoying. Yeah. So Dov Kleiman, Dov Dove. I don't know how to pronounce his name, but uh, he's at NFL Dove Kleiman on Twitter. Posted a photo of the security shot and then also a video of the security camera 
in which it appears Jackson like walks off up from off camera and grabs this lady who's apparently about forty. And forty. Uh, yeah, he like grab because she's the owner of the restaurant and bar. Well, yeah, I mean, I just thought so. That, I guess yeah, I guess that didn't sit he, with me. Just the idea of that. Okay. Walks up and he like grabs her and then kisses her and then they like have a discussion off camera. I don't know if there's audio and I can't check right now because we're recording, but yeah, it definitely isn't looking good for Jackson. I mean, they've got the footage right there, so it's it's not like you can really deny it. Yeah, it's just I remember a lot of people were saying, well, uh, and some of the video, like, it, people were saying that she looked almost, you know, she had a smile on her face and stuff like that. She didn't seem bothered by it. But also, if she was drinking and he was drinking, you know, it, it you know, alcohol changes how mm-hmm. you're reacting to things. So if she was sober, like, regardless of if she's the owner or not, if she's drinking <clears throat> even just a little bit, just enough to get her buzz, she might not be acting the same way she, as she would if she was sober. Um, but I, I just think it's a really just a weird, weird, weird situation going on over there. I mean, you know, I, uh, like we went from trolling the idea of, you know, being Jackson Mahomes and stuff when like, you know, just because of the idea of being like, Oh, let's hit the renegade and like in a random parking lot to, um, to like such a serious topic with having to deal yeah. with this and stuff. And like I said, I always thought that he was, uh, not straight. <laughs> I always just thought he wasn't straight, and I really thought that he was, you know, interested in men, even though he shut that rumor down a lot. And I think mm-hmm. this just kind of proves that he wasn't gay, but also it's not a good way to prove that he isn't gay by right. sexually assaulting a woman. And so, it, it definitely, I mean, the video isn't the end all be all. There might be, maybe there's like text messages between them before or after the incident that show and, maybe and obviously, she was interested. There could be more context. Yeah, because I was going to say, I mean, if this happened back in February and he just got arrested today, there might have been more evidence that came from came to the surface mm-hmm. over the last couple of months that we don't really know about. Because I feel like if that was the video that they were going off of and they decided, like, this this is it, we're going to arrest this kid, they would have done it probably early March, you know, maybe a week right. or so after it all happened. But obviously something must have came to light for the police to just go out and actually arrest him so we'll see what happens yep. there's not much going on there um you know except for the golf thing though that, that yeah. should be pretty interesting the golf thing i have fun. not i have not personally watched it but it's maybe, really um, funny it is really yeah i mean, usually usually I, charles barkley does usually, the announcing it's usually just something that like I, I just happen to miss on tv it's just like oh it's gonna be on and then i forget about no, it it is like, oh, shoot, I so it. entertaining for no there was like when they did it during covid with tom brady and peyton manning uh, Tom Brady was doing so bad and Charles Barkley was just harassing him the entire time and he was like dude if you can hit this and keep it on the green I will donate a million dollars to the charity and I think it was like the one hit the, the one drive where he kept it on the green and Charles was like oh <laughs> you know it was, re- it was a really funny, yeah. funny thing to watch but uh, moving on to the other big – well, not – they're all in the AFC. It seems like all the big quarterbacks are over there. But uh, the newest AFC quarterback, we should say, Aaron Rodgers. 
Mm-hmm. He, uh, yes. He just got another one of his buddies in New York. The New York Jets are signing Randall Cobb, who has been with Aaron Rodgers for most of his career, most of Randall's career. He has been catching passes from Aaron Rodgers. He did have that hiatus where he went to the Houston Texans, and then he came back. He was like, you know what? I, I like when Aaron throws the ball to me. I don't want these other randos. But – now Aaron and uh, Randall are meeting back up in New York. Garrett Wilson is very happy with the Aaron Rodgers uh, signing. He said that everyone is showing up to practice with uh, smiles on their faces. And I, I've seen a trend on social media. I don't know if this is something the New York Jets fan base is doing like as a group or if it's just a lot of them are doing it separately. But uh, one thing Aaron Rodgers is known for was he didn't get vaccinated for COVID-19. That was a big thing when that was in the news and they had COVID no, toe. You know, I, I, for, I forgot about that. That so, was – well, it, it happens. It, COVID just feels like a blur now at this point. But, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> well, that was a huge deal. That was a, It was like Aaron Rodgers is yeah, spreading misinformation. He's against the science, the, all that. Well, now I've seen a couple videos now where there we've got – Jets fans wearing number eight jerseys, which is the number that Aaron said he was going to wear. And they're burning their COVID-19 vaccination card to show their loyalty to Aaron Rodgers. Uh, So I don't know the fans, that's the the New York fans love Aaron Rodgers. The New York players love Aaron Rodgers. Stan said he wasn't necessarily <clears throat> a huge fan of the Randall Cobb signing, but it is what it is, he said. So now Aaron Rodgers has both Alan Lazard and Randall Cobb, who are both on the Green Bay Packers, when he said he didn't have weapons. <laughs> so explain explain the Aaron Rodgers situation to me. Why Why does he want the same weapons that he had when he said he didn't have weapons? So for me, well, backtracking a little bit, I just kind of want to touch base a little bit on the the COVID vaccine burning card thing. Um, That might be important down the road for just vaccination records. (laughs) Um, So that, that, I mean, I'm not saying that it wouldn't be, but if you know how like you get those measles vaccines or like just different vaccines and i know in high schools and stuff you know you have to get so many vaccines in colleges and stuff they provide you have to be vaccinated with a a bunch of different things and i'm not saying that he'll ever have to deal with that problem or or not him but like any of these people that are burning their cards but um you really never know. So if you did get vaccinated, I, I, I don't recommend burning it. I mean, no matter what way or another you lean politically, just, just don't don't do that. <laughs> just just hold on to it for now. If you got vaccinated, hold on. If you didn't get vaccinated, just do whatever you want. Just just I just don't think it was a good idea. I mean, I get the. It's like, and for me also, it goes back to the burning the jersey thing. I would never burn a freaking jersey, no matter how much I hate a player. Like, I had an Antonio Brown jersey for the Steelers, and everyone was like, burn it, burn it. I'm like, bro, I am not burning a jersey. Like, that is so much money. I ended up donating it to some child in need that that needed something, and I was like, "Uh, it's not a good player to donate, like, a jersey (laughs) about, but but you know what? At least, you know, maybe a kid will have some wear out of it just because he's a Steeler fan. 
but nonetheless moving on to the Aaron Rodgers idea just in general of being in green or from being in Green Bay to New York and becoming a jet and not having weapons and stuff you know I I think it's I don't know if it's necessarily him being like saying he he didn't have well in Green Bay I think he didn't have the weapons quote-unquote that he wanted but obviously the weapons that he wanted are not on the team anymore Devonte adams is gone the players that he wanted to play with and that had him in very successful points in his career are retired they're in their late 40s and the only player that really just kind of is left is randall cobb and randall cobb has been just a longtime friend and a good good player for aaron Rodgers. and i, I think for aaron Rodgers or for randall cobb to move and to play with aaron Rodgers. I think it is. I think it is a little interesting, but I, I don't think it's that bad. I mean, New York already has a ton of wide receivers, so Randall Cobb probably won't see the field that much. You know, I think he probably would be a wide receiver four. He might be. He might have some upside for a wide receiver three or from injuries. But I think just having the familiar, the the like the familiar face in in the locker room just kind of helps Aaron Rodgers get a little bit more adjusted because, you know, I just. I just find it really, you know, I don't, I don't find it on a, a situation where Aaron Rodgers is just trying to be just getting his old team on the New York Jets. I, I think he just, I think he just wants some signs of like familiar faces a little bit, just because you know you're bringing in this veteran quarterback that's been in Green Bay for his whole tenure of his life, and and now he's playing in the New York Jets. He's going from a green and yellow to green and white ish. Um, so I think, I think going from, you know, changing NFC to AFC, I think, you know, it's gotta be tough a little bit. I mean, I think same thing with Tom Brady, you go back and when Tom Brady moved to Tampa, I mean, it was in his first season, Gronk, you know, he Gronk came back and, you know, played with Tampa, it would play with Tom Brady and stuff. And they, they ended up winning another Super Bowl not too long after that. And I just, I think it's not necessarily a sign of getting the same players. I think it has a sign of, oh, I have, I have played with this player a long time. I have, you know. I am, I am familiar with this person. I would love to play with this person again. And I think that's kind of what it is. So I, I don't, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. I, I just, I, th- I think I'm hoping that's what it is. I, I, because there are a lot of weapons that Aaron Rodgers can work with in, in New York, minus the wide receivers that are coming from green Bay. So the one guy who it seems Aaron has really attached to is Garrett Wilson. And he said, mm. hey, there used to be a number 17 who me and him had some pretty good seasons together. And now I got this new number 17, and I think we're going to have a pretty good season together. And, of course, the old number 17 was Devontae Adams, who now plays for the Las Vegas Raiders. Garrett Wilson's coming off Offensive Rookie of the Year. Do you think he has a Devontae Adams-type season with – Aaron Rodgers. You know, I, I, I think it's going to take a little bit for New York to just get acclimated in general. I think, I think Aaron Rodgers is just going to need just, you know, game or two or three just to get acclimated into the new, you know, playing style of New York and the coaching and just different aspects of working with the team and different teams that you're playing. You're not playing the same division over and over again. You're playing now instead of playing, you know, in, in Green Bay's division, you're not playing 
the Patriots and, uh, you know, Buffalo, and you're playing a bunch of different players and teams that you usually only see every four years or in, in a Super Bowl. So for Aaron Rodgers, I think there is a possibility that Garrett Wilson ends up being, you know, they have this strong connection. But do I think it's going to happen right out of the gate immediately? No, probably not. If they start lighting it up, I think it won't be until halfway through the season. And I think that's when people are going to start talking about it. And the reason is, is just because I think Aaron Rodgers just needs just some time to get acclimated. He's not going to need long. I'm going to say maybe like two, two games, two, three games, because they're not going to start him in preseason at all. I really doubt it. So for me, I think just give him a couple weeks when it first starts. And then probably by like week four, I think they'll, they'll start having a a decent connection because then by then their their timing will be better they're like i mean they're, they're already working on timing but the timing will be perfect they'll know plays he'll just be a lot better i i think there's all the potential in the world for aaron Rodgers and garrett wilson to have that Devonte adams aaron Rodgers connection but i just think it, it i think it's going to take a you know a couple weeks i don't think it's going to happen week one so i'm sorry Jets fans please do not expect greatness right out of week one you know, I mean, I'm hoping Aaron Rodgers turns into a better investment than Russell Wilson did <laughs> in Denver because that's not looking real good. We're hoping for a better season for Russ this year, but are we? That uh, you're you're wearing a Chiefs hoodie, so I mean, uh, well, well, in fairness, like I said, I'm I'm repping all the random team hoodie shirts that I have just so that I can get acclimated into potentially wearing shirts that I don't want to. So, <laughs> so, um, well, just for some context though, this is Garrett Wilson's second season in the league and his rookie year. He had 83 receptions, 1,103 yards, four touchdowns. So he had a thousand yard season with Zach Wilson, Joe, a, a rusty Joe Flacco. And Mike White throwing to him. Yeah. The most likely of those three to make the Hall of Fame is Joe Flacco. And I don't think he will. Now you've got Aaron Rodgers. I, mean, he might, but... I don't I don't think Joe Flacco makes the Hall of Fame. I mean he might, but it might be a while. But like a very long time. But Aaron Rodgers is a for sure first ballot Hall of Famer. Three time MVP. Two-time COVID MVP. Yeah, COVID. Super Bowl champion. Garrett Wilson's coming off, like I said before, the offensive rookie of the year season. I I think, and I agree, it might take two games before we hit our prime with them, but I think we could see them out of the gate having a pretty good chemistry, pretty good game. They're hanging out together. They've been going to Knicks games together. They're, they're building that chemistry. They seem to really like each other, seem to be becoming best buddies like him and Devontae Adams were. I think Jets fans should be very, very excited for this matchup because Garrett Wilson is an athlete, and if he can have a 1,000-yard season with Zach Wilson, Mike White, and Rusty Joe Flacco throwing to him, I mean, who's to say he won't have a 1,500-yard season with Aaron Rodgers? With multiple, multiple touchdowns, you know, yeah. instead of, what was it? You said four touchdowns? Four touchdowns, yeah. Yeah, so maybe 14 touchdowns. Yeah. You know? It could be it could be crazy. It really could. Then again, though, uh, who are all the Jets wide receivers now? I know they went through a bunch of different, you know, changes stuff. Obviously, there's Randall Cobb, but um, they got they, did, 
Alan Lazard, right? Alan Lazard's there. Let me see how they've got their depth chart set up online. So, Garrett Wilson is obviously starting. Alan Lazard is listed as a starting wide receiver. Then McCole Hardman Jr., who was last with the Jets, they picked him up in free agency. He's currently listed as a starter. Then behind Garrett Wilson is Corey Davis, who is a decent veteran, but I understand why he's second. Denzel Mims is back there as well, who was a mm. 2020 rookie, so not terrible, but good depth. Uh, and then there's a couple. There's like Deontay Spencer, Irvin Charles, and Malik Taylor, which Malik Taylor also spent time with the Green Bay Packers. So um, yeah. Aaron's got a lot of familiar faces in this locker room with him, and they've got some good depth at the wide receiver position. So I – I think if I'm a Jets fan, I'm going to be very excited about Aaron Rodgers to his wide receivers, but especially to Garrett Wilson. Yeah, I mean, I, I, like I said, I, I think it might just need some time for Garrett Wilson and Aaron Rodgers, but I, I definitely think all the potential is there for them, unless obviously one of them gets hurt, which right. we would hope that doesn't happen. But in the event let, uh, Garrett Wilson gets hurt for <laughs> four weeks or four or six weeks, then obviously it might be – you know, struggle whenever he comes back to get back into that chemistry because if he can, if Aaron Rodgers can stay healthy, which he's been pretty good at staying healthy over these last couple of years, and Garrett Wilson, you know, he only played one season, but if he can stay healthy this whole season and they just go all the way through the season, lights out, they could be a really, really good duo and it could be a very, very good team for the Jets. I mean, it really could. I mean, the Jets easily could be second place in that division, if not first, if the Bills just start sucking air. So, <laughs> I mean, we, we really don't know. I mean, we that, that, that division is probably one of the most interesting in the NFL at times because I, it is one of those divisions that you really just don't know who's going to win even up until the end of the season over the last couple of years because – Recently, it's been a lot of Buffalo, but even at times, you just kind of are like, oh, who's going to get that that second place in the division and who's going to be secured for another wild card spot because it's, you know, New England or could it be the Jets or the Dolphins, you know, it's and now, you know, the Bills could be falling out and one of these other teams could be coming in, you know, it's a, it's a very fun division to watch. I mean, it was kind of like um, the North over the cup uh, over the last couple of years, the North were always the AFC North was always a lot of fun to watch and just over the last couple of years have there been like clear teams that have been at the bottom. But then again, um, even last year, last year it was pretty good. I mean, you had the Bengals at the top, you had the the Baltimore Ravens at 10 and seven, and then you had the Steelers at nine and eight, and then you had Cleveland at five and (laughs) 11 or whatever they were at or five. And I have no idea. I forget, but so I wanted to look at Devontae Adams' stats and see how he did with Aaron Rodgers his first couple of years. And he was drafted in 2014, but he didn't have a 1,000-yard season until 2018. So oh. Garrett has already had his 1,000-yard season as a rookie. Yeah, and that was with all those bummy things, you know. Yeah, not so bummy, maybe, maybe Garrett Wilson's going to be better than Devontae Adams. With uh, Mr. Aaron Rodgers throwing to him, could it could be it really it really could, but I mean I think time will tell. Two thousand yard season, Garrett Wilson incoming. Okay, 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 okay. No, you're you're gonna 
I have to sneeze again. Sorry, I apologize. I disagree with that. Give me one second while I sneeze. Well, um, I don't know if Chuss knows this, but no wide receiver has ever had a 2,000-yard season. Okay, uh, okay, I'm back. Did, um, did you know that? Did you hear what I said? Well, I thought I thought Cooper Cup did. Nope. I thought he was close. He might have been close, but the closest anyone's gotten is 1,964 yards set by Calvin Johnson during the 2012 season. Oh, uh, yeah, Cooper Cup had 145 catches for 1,947 yards and scored 16 touchdowns. So. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I might be wrong here. There is an article here that says Cooper Cup becomes first receiver in NFL history to reach 2,000 receiving yards in a season. That's what I thought. Not, uh, that was 2021, so. Having. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's including postseason. Mm. Okay. Well, that, that wouldn't make sense. Yeah. So I don't think it's happened if you don't include postseason, which Calvin Johnson. Yeah wouldn't have included because the lions sucked yeah but so, but that that's that's why i thought i i thought cooper cup had already done it but no, garrett wilson kind of garrett kind of, wilson just not entirely two thousand yard season in the regular season definitely not but you know what <laughs> 1500 i think could be happen. it could happen gotta hype up stan the jet fan um We've been talking about the 49ers quarterback situation a lot on this show. We have talked about that we don't know we don't know what's going to happen with Trey Lance. And we've heard I I saw a thing on Twitter today that was like anyone who talks about Trey Lance in absolutes is is wrong. And I think that's right because we have no idea what's going to happen with Trey Lance. They've got Sam Darnold over there. Brock Purdy might not be able to play this season because his UCL is still injured. Chuss is like Dying. I can't stop sneezing. I, I don't know oh what, what happened here. But, yeah, so we don't know what the quarterback situation is going to be like in San Francisco. And we thought they have enough quarterbacks. They've got everything figured out. They signed another quarterback today. They have signed veteran quarterback Brandon Allen, who has been the backup for the Cincinnati Bengals the last couple seasons. He's been the backup behind Joe <coughs> Burrow. Um, he, he was a backup with Ryan Finley back in like 2019 when, uh, I think that was the year actually that Ryan quarterback's name. I, I, Brandon Allen, who used to be the backup for the Bengals. It was, Oh, that guy. Yeah. Yeah. When, uh, Dalton got hurt and then in the last like couple games they put Brandon Allen in and then they put Ryan Finley in. And Ryan Finley went in against the Steelers and won. You tell me this. Yeah, you tell me this story a lot. I like to tell you this story because it is one of the greatest moments of my life. But um, anyway. I mean, one of, one of my favorite stories personally is when um, Jeremy Hill fumbled the ball. No, that. We, no. Nope. Uh, we aren't going to talk about that. We aren't going to talk about that. Nope, nope, nope. I know where I was dirt when that happened, too. So. Mm. Um. Anyway, nice. anyway, Brandon Allen was back up for the Cincinnati Bengals. He is now a San Francisco 49ers quarterback. So, what do you think they're doing? Does this mean that Brock Purdy isn't going to play? Does this mean Sam Darnold is going to be a starter? 
maybe? I, I, I think they're just getting depth, really. I, I don't really think it's – I mean, I think it's just a practice squad, dude. I, I really I, – I don't think it's anything to kind of question here. I mean, they – I mean, I think that, you know, Brandon – it's Brandon Allen, right? Yes. Yeah, so Brandon Allen, I think he's a solid guy, but I don't I, – I think in some aspects, I think they're going to obviously want to run with Sam Darnold um, to start just because Brock Purdy is hurt. And you said they have Trey Lance as well. So there you go. You have three quarterbacks, and then you have Brandon Allen who's the fourth. So, so. I think Brandon Allen <clears throat> would just be a third string during the time in which Brock Purdy is hurt. And then once Brock Purdy comes back, then it'll probably be like Purdy, Darnold, Lance, and then Allen will probably get booted or moved to practice squad. So That's just because disrespect, I'm, just well, yeah, just because I, I think that you know, just the Steelers and a lot of teams just they pack up on a lot of these positions, and like a lot of times I'm like, like I I think we just signed an undrafted restricted or. Uh, undrafted free agent i was gonna say undrafted restricted free agent but that's that's not even close to being correct an undrafted free agent who was a minnesota quarterback and everyone was like what was the point of that and, I, and it's depth it's a it's a you know it possibly could be mason rudolph's replacement but also you know it could literally just fill in you know in the event that kenny pickett goes down and mitchell trubisky has to fill in and you know blah blah blah, blah and We'd hope that doesn't happen just because Mitchell Trubisky is not Mitch the, the snitch. Mitch, the guy that punches players in the locker room, apparently still. So. Um, I, it's just so interesting with the 49ers though, that, that interests me because they, they dr- traded up to draft Trey Lance in 2021 with the third overall pick. And then they haven't really used him. And now they're still adding guys. So I get that they need depth. I get why they'd want depth, especially after how the NFC Championship ended for them. But, like, why why don't they come out and say, like, this is the guy who's going to be starting until Brock Purdy is healthy? Why? Uh, well, I think, I think they're going to probably try to do a, um, a free agency carousel. Kind of like the Steelers did, where they had Kenny Pickett, Mitchell Trubisky, and Mason, excuse me, and Mason Rudolph just starting all the different games, all getting reps until they decide we're starting this guy. And of course, instead of starting the young buck, the Steelers were like, we're gonna, you know, the young buck (laughs) or Mason Rudolph who has been there for a while, we're gonna start the greatest man ever, Mitchell Trubisky, and he folded multiple games. I'm not saying Kenny Pickett did not. Because Kenny Pickett did fold in that Miami Dolphins game, but we should have won that Patriots game. Mr. Trubisky did nothing in that Steelers Bengals win. It was all the defense, yes. and um, then we lost to Cleveland, and then uh, and then it was the Jets, I believe, or a game in between there. You know, I, I think there was definitely some struggles for Kenny, but dang, I really don't see what they were thinking of. But I think that's what's going to happen in San Francisco. I think they're just going to be like. This guy, this guy, Trey Lance, you know, Sam Darnold, just cycle them around, see who's going to do best. Is the San, Are the San Francisco 49ers going to become a victim of the let somebody cook? Oh, pro- maybe, probably. I mean, 
I mean, I can't say it yet just because I, I, I there, there is that possibility that they already pick one, but it really could be. It really could be. It's, it's already starting. It's already cooking up there over in San Francisco. They, they have all of the makings for a quarterback carousel in San Francisco and a let somebody cook whooping by by Chuss over here. San Francisco, you can be Kyle Shanahan. You better watch out. Chuss will come after you. I I get really frustrated with that. And if it, last year it was you know it was with Washington and New York Jets and stuff. And Ron, I'm thinking this year it might be it, it might be San Francisco. It really might happen with be. Ron I mean, Rivera again. Ron Rivera might become a two two year yeah, victim. Uh, with the I, Sam Howell and Jacoby Brissett. Who are they going to let play? Yeah, that's just so unfortunate because Sam Howell has all the potential to be really good, and and they're just wasting. And they're like, he is not our guy. It's like, come on, dude. Anthony like, Richardson versus Gardner Minshew, and whoever else they have in there because don't they have a third quarterback too? That I Sam Ellinger. Sam Ellinger, yeah, yeah. That they drafted a couple years ago. Yeah, it would be some... very interesting. We got we're, you're loading up over there, aren't you? You you got you're just waiting. I'm I'm, re- I'm waiting. I mean, it, there's nothing I can. I don't think there's anything to be said yet. I think it, it has a lot to do with when the season starts because you know. I mean, hey, think about it this way: it is May. We're already through the draft. You know, we only have like three months, and then training camp starts, and you know we get into be. preseason and stuff. Another, another one, another one. I'm just saying to you all these bullets, Tennessee mm-hmm. Titans. That that yeah, that might be about because one too. Ryan Tannehill has said he feels like he's got deja vu. With them drafting Will Levis now, he said, I don't need to worry about this guy. He's not, like, it's not my job to train him. Well, Ryan, it might. Pretty soon, they might pull you, and they're going to say, we're throwing in Will, because Malik's still there. It's so wild, though, because over there, it's Ryan Tannehill, Malik Willis, and Will Levis. (laughs) Very, very interesting over there. It's just a very interesting why i i don't know but obviously they're preparing for ryan Tannehill to go down and then it's going to be honestly that might be the best carousel we'll probably see because it's going to (laughs) be it's going to be ryan Tannehill getting hurt and then they're going to be like we're going to throw in uh malik willis because we don't think will levis is ready malik willis is going to crap the bed and then will levis is going to go in. he might do good for a couple games then Tannehill is going to go in then they're going to be like put will levis back in and then they're not going to put in Will Levis. They're going to put in Malik Willis anyway, just because they want to. Just because, just like that, that was how the the Patriots did it. That's how the Jets did it. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, is it the most frustrating thing when a team can't figure out who their dang starting quarterback is? It, this it, this isn't Madden. This is the real life. Just stick with the quarterback and roll through. <laughs> like just well, figure it out. We've got a we've got a whole video on whether the Colts messed up by drafting Anthony Richardson over Will Levis, and that's over on our channel. You can go check that out. The only reason I'm plugging that video is because it is flying up the charts, and it might be our first video to cross 100 views, which would be awesome. So if you haven't seen that video, go and check that out. Um, I'll tell you what. There is one team that for sure we know who the starting quarterback is going to be, Cincinnati Bengals. Joseph Lee Burrow is going to be the starter. And they also got their backup to replace Brandon Allen already. It was literally Brandon Allen signs with 49ers. And we came in and we said, okay, Trevor Simeon is our new backup. 
And wow. This, this comes <laughs> Trevor Simeon. This comes a few days. That's a name that I have not heard in a while. This comes a few days after Zach Taylor was asked about the situation, and he said, you know, this is just how much faith we have in Jake Browning, who was like the third string. And we might go out and get one of these undrafted guys, or we might go out and get a veteran quarterback. And they specific, I think he might have specifically mentioned uh, Trevor Simeon and Brandon Allen. He said we might bring back Brandon Allen. Obviously, they didn't do that. They got Trevor Simeon. Trevor's been a starter uh, recently. He has started for the Bears two or so years ago, something like that. But, hey, we got our guy. Uh, and the fact that you said we know – well, we know that the Cincinnati Bengals are starting Joe Burrow just made me kind of like internally scream a little bit because it's like, oh, Joe Burrow is confirmed the only NFL to be for sure starting. When I could make a list of potential quarterbacks that will probably be starting for their teams without without just – without with, with the assumption, you know. For example, I'm going to safely assume that – Patrick Mahomes is probably going to start for Kansas City this year. No, you don't know. Um, that. I, I'm thinking. I'm thinking pretty much. I mean, it's pretty pretty certain over there. Um, you know, I'm, I'm thinking that. You know, I'm thinking Jalen Hurts might start too. Hey, Blaine Gabbert is fighting for the starting position in Kansas City. <laughs> don't. Okay. Okay, buddy. Okay. You said yeah, uh, I, I think I, if I was him, I would take I would take the training you could get from Patrick Mahomes and then go elsewhere. If you hey, I bet I bet Blaine Gabbert's brother didn't just get arrested. Yeah, but nobody's and gonna bat Mar- an eye about Patrick Mahomes. Marcus Mariota's in Philadelphia. Oh, Marcus Mariota, he's a scary one. He Where's might... Cam Newton gonna end up? Is Cam Newton gonna be the next starter for uh, the the Seattle Seahawks? He might be. Has he signed anywhere? Let's see. No, absolutely not. Did Mason Rudolph sign anywhere is a good question, too. What happened to Mason Cam Rudolph? Cam Newton is unsigned. Mason Rudolph is a free agent. Still, yeah. He's going to end up in the XFL. But He might. Joe, Bur- Joe Burrow is that guy, though. Joe Burrow is just special. Joe Burrow is just, a, just that special. Yeah, and you know what really puts him above a lot of those other quarterbacks he is teammates with jordan battle he also has to win a super bowl too at some point because without winning a super bowl he might just have the same legacy as philip rivers hey no 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 (laughs) and philip matthew ryan i love philip but philip never made it to the super bowl so Matthew Ryan, same thing. <laughs> Sorry. Matthew Ryan also loses Super Bowl. Only worse, though, because he blew a 28-3 lead. Yeah, he lost it in spectacular fashion. He will be – Matt Ryan, I think, has, like, three of the NFL's biggest, like, comebacks against him. Yeah. So that's he why he'll be the, It was the Colts one, too. Mm-hmm. They were leading, like, the Vikings, like, 35 nothing or whatever. And yeah. And I fell asleep, and then I woke up, and somehow the Vikings, the Vikings won. won. But that was a funny day. That was a really funny game. That was really uh, I think I was door dashing that day, and I was like, "What happened?" It was funny. Oh uh, no! But I... Is there any other special news articles that you want to discuss? Nope. <laughs> no. No. Okay. 
Did you have something? No. No. Okay. Well, you know what that means then. It's time uh, for my you're gonna spiel. You're going to have to do your spiel. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Do your spiel. You know. All right. Go ahead. You ready? You ready for it? Thank you for listening to today's show. If you enjoyed, please remember to like, comment, and subscribe. We can be found anywhere you listen to podcasts and on YouTube at No Butts Show. Our social media pages are No Butts underscore show on Instagram and No Butts Show on TikTok. My Twitter is Josh underscore Butts underscore 2001. And if you would like to reach us, you can email us at bullmoosepodcast2. That's the number two at gmail.com. Finally, our spread shop will be in the description. You can check out all the merch there, including the Let Somebody Cook stickers, hats, aprons for those summer barbecues coming up. Once again, if you enjoyed today's show, like, comment, and subscribe. Until next time, go do something nice for someone.